0: welcome back into the program this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas Tom Ward and Aaron we're glad you're with us and again Aaron and Ward are in the uh, Alan Samuel Studios and we are in DeSoto Texas where tonight it's the Eagles and the Waco Lions seven o'clock for the kick 634 our pregame show And we're joined now by Kyle Yeomans from the uh, Dallas Cowboys Kyle are you you working a uh, high school football game tonight I am I've got
1: Parish Episcopal and Prestonwood Christian two of the top three teams in taps division one in the state of texas today out in plano
0: so you're going to be you're just just a tad bit north of us you're up in up in plano (laughs) so let's and then what about tomorrow you working a college
1: game uh no i don't have a college game for the next couple weeks i've got a little bit of time off for that one so gonna enjoy it i'm actually gonna go down to waco i'll be at the baylor game tomorrow on the sideline so That'll be a lot of fun with Baylor and West Virginia.
0: Outstanding. Look, come by and see us. We'll be there bright and early, uh, 7 a.m. for our pregame tomorrow morning. So uh, look forward to that. Let's talk about this Cowboy-Giants matchup. Uh, We all know what what Zeke was able to do last week. He's he's well over five yards a carry. Is this what the Cowboys are looking for from Zeke on on a week-in and week-out basis? Or was that just because... That's what the defense gave them, so that's what they took.
1: You know, I, I really think it's a little bit
0: of both. I think uh, especially with
1: the contract that Zeke does play under, yes, he is anticipated to have games where he does come out and put up 140-plus yards. Now, it was his first time putting up 140 since 2018, and the Cowboys have had a ton of team success when he does get above 140 yards. They're 8-0. and they're 16-0 when he's above – or, excuse me, 16-1 and whenever he's above 117. So, ultimately, yeah, that's what they expect out of Zeke. But it also goes back to what they've been talking about through the first four weeks of the year, and that's – they're going to ride the hot hand. I mean, if the hot hand is Zeke, yes, they're going to give him the football, and they're going to allow him to run behind that offensive line and really salt away opposing defenses. You saw in that second half, that third quarter – just how much of a benefit it was to be able to pound against the the Carolina defense that entered that game as the top run defense in the NFL. Well, Zeke was able to wither that away, uh, was able to take a little sting out of it and just kept on churning. And that is what this Cowboys team is going to do. But if it's Tony Pollard that has the hot hand, then they're going to give it to him. They're going to let him be a receiver out of the backfield. They're going to let him have more carries than Ezekiel Elliott. And if you ask me, I mean, in my own opinion, that is when an offense is most dangerous is when it is so selfless, it is so versatile, that you can go so many different directions and you're not pinned down or pigeonholed by certain contract situations or certain roles. Kyle, were you taken back by the Jalen Smith release, and do you think that that locker room has its backside hurt just a little bit by their captain being released? Yeah, it's kind of tough. Uh, I think the timing of it was the surprising part, maybe not the the ultimate result. I think just from what we had seen from the linebacker rotation and and really what you have seen from the production of Jalen Smith, you had a, you had a potential to see this happen, whether it would have been this early off season earlier this year, or if it would have been after the 2021 season came to a close, but ultimately uh, and Jerry Jones talked about this on on 1053 the fan but they 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 looked at his injury issues uh his his history behind the injury he had a surgery this offseason uh on his wrist which was a completely different thing than he had been dealing with and then they decided you know what if if he were to get hurt again then 9.2 million dollars was headed his direction as a fully guaranteed sum they thought it would be better to eat the dead cap at that point uh, and maybe even free up a roster spot as Keona Neal gets back into the rotation and allow him to go ahead and move on and find his way into a different situation. So the timing of it was surprising. You got an explanation from it. It still didn't really tell the whole story, I don't really think. Uh, and we'll see this week just how this this team responds because love them or hate them, Jalen Smith was a prominent figure in that locker room, good or bad, he was there. And people knew what he had to say. And they listened when he spoke. And you could see that in the reaction from the teammates like Micah Parsons and Leighton Vanderas throughout the week. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how they respond against the Giants on Sunday.
0: Is there any way this was more than just about football and finances?
1: Uh, if you wouldn't have added the finances in on the backside, I probably would have said yes because I think that is it. I think it's finances. Uh, And then the football side of things, I don't think there was a character issue. Uh, I mean, even Mike McCarthy had spoken about it on multiple occasions. He had done everything they were that he was asked to do. I mean, there's a reason why he was so prominently uh, displayed by the organization. Uh, Going back to last year, he was the Walter Payton man of the year nominee for the Cowboys. I mean, he was such a prominent figure in the community. He was a prominent figure in this organization. It, the performance just wasn't there, and, of course, the money uh, worked out against his favor as well And what was originally thought to be a team-friendly deal when he signed it a couple seasons ago. So I, I don't think it's really much more than that. Everybody that I've talked to said that there was no incident leading to the release. There was nothing that that escalated or got to a breaking point. Uh, it was mostly just the situation and, and ultimately the decision that came down to it. Kyle, who's the leader in that defensive locker room now? Ooh, that's tough. I think it allows a couple guys to step up. I think DeMarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory have already been in that conversation. I think now, even on a contract year, Leighton Vanderesh has to step up. I mean, that was kind of Jalen Smith's running mate, and you saw how he was hurt the other day, and really that had been his comrade going all the way back to when he was drafted in 2018. I think this is a chance for... Leighton Van Esch to fill that role uh, and to step up as a leader but really right now the the hierarchy starts with Dan Quinn I mean the way that he has come in and established himself as uh, as the figurehead and, and not only the figurehead but really a, a top-notch coach a hands-on leader for that defense has been impressive and I think that's where the defense would turn to at the moment if they're going to look at Quinn sure they'll look at some of the veterans like a Demarcus Lawrence and a Randy Gregory but I think uh I think ultimately when it boils down to it Dan Quinn is the man uh, and that's who everyone's going to look to whenever things go south or even to celebrate when things are, are going the right way
0: Kyle what do you anticipate from uh Jason Garrett's New York Giant offense on Sunday
1: yeah, I think you're going to see a well-improved offense for, for the Giants, and they they showcased that a little bit last week on the road in New Orleans. It took them a little bit to get going. I mean, it really didn't take them until the fourth quarter until they saw the big playability. But as you and I both know, this Cowboys defense is still, despite the takeaways and despite some of the success, is still susceptible to the big play, and that is where the Giants – I think we will look to exploit the Cowboys on that side of the football. I think they're going to get some of those extra weapons outside: Kenny Galladay, uh, uh, Kadarius Tony, the rookie from Florida, God, Slayton if he's healthy, uh, John Ross, who is a signee who literally runs a four-two-two. They're going to get these guys going on the outside, and uh, there's a lot of more, a lot more weapons for Daniel Jones to throw the football to than they've had in the past. So I think they try and get the deep ball going. Early and then run with Saquon Barkley, who, yes, he hasn't had the great start that you would expect, but he's still kind of ramping up, it looks like, uh, from the, the knee injury that he sustained in 2020 and ended his season a year ago. He's getting back into the groove. And I think now you'll really start seeing Barkley become Barkley again with the carries, with the way that they're going to attack this defense. And ultimately, I think that's what you're going to see what, from Jason Garrett in this offense Sunday. Kyle, how is Amari Cooper, and if he does go, how are the Cowboys going to protect him? I think they'll allow him to, to stay underneath the defense, and and I, I think you saw that this past Sunday, maybe with the exception of the one that actually resulted in a touchdown pass over the top and, and really allowed him to go one-on-one, man-to-man, with C.J. Henderson, and, of course, he made a fantastic play on a, a brilliant brilliant throw from Dak Prescott. Uh, I think they keep him semi Uh, limited throughout practice, or excuse me, throughout the game. They're not going to throw anything at him that he couldn't necessarily handle with his eyes closed. Uh, I think uh, even with the way that he's spoken about how it feels good, he's not really worried about the the hamstring. He's going to go out there and he's going to play. You're not going to see him missing or missing times. I think it's really going to be in the way that Kellen Moore utilizes Amari Cooper rather than uh, actually missing any time.
0: Kyle, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much. Enjoy your game tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week.
1: Yeah, sounds good, guys. If y'all are out at the stadium, give me a call. I'll be out there tomorrow. I'll come say hi.
0: (laughs) Trust me, 7 a.m. for the pregame, we will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. I'll see y'all tomorrow then. All right, Kyle, thanks. (laughs) That's Kyle Yeomans with the Dallas Cowboys. All right.